Welcome to Greater Faith Tabernacle Ministries, the church where the Bible comes alive. Senior Pastor Dr. Alester Johnson and the GFT family invite you to tune into this week's digital broadcast and to be blessed, transformed, and renewed through the Word of God. Let's hear what God has to say to us on today. something new and you should and 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 I say often I live in expectation land I reside at expectation boulevard I'm always looking for something come on man I go to the mailbox and I'm expecting in the mailbox something that's saying good I'm not trying to find a, a letter that says there's a bill I'm, hey forget the bill I'm trying to find the one that says hey I got a check for you Come on, man. I'm living always. I'm not trying. I, 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 bill coming. I don't want a bill. I'm trying to find the good news in Expectation Boulevard. All right, so let's get started for the day then. What is the greatest threat to the church today? Is it the devil himself? The devil? Is it the devil? It's the lies he continues to tell God's people. No, I think the greatest threat is losing your faith. I believe that. I believe that. This result in losing your vision. What's your vision? The vision you have of becoming a person God intended you to be. There are some of us today who have not even got to the area that God designed us to be. I saw a billboard all day that said this. It says, don't quit. Don't give up. You are built for this. Oh, man. I, the Lord's when I, I, I read it over, I passed by it again. I just had to look again. I say, say what? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going through a lot, God. You telling me something? Big billboard. Don't quit. Don't give up. You were built for this. My God, I like it. Y'all talk. Come on, man. They... They build, they build some cars that are designed to go through the rough terrain, go through the mud puddles. Come on, man. So they're built for that. They're built for that type of thing. Listen, Don Sirs, you are built to go through something that you thought you couldn't go through. But you are built to go through. You are built for that. Yes, you are. Are you hearing me? No, listen. listen. God has designed you for something. Stop thinking yourself short of being the greatest teacher, the greatest scientist, entrepreneur, or even president of the United States. If Donald Trump can be there, a large percentage of churches, according to an article I read, are retreating from dream or vision because of unrelenting force of the enemy to discourage. Donald Sirs, Satan is designed to discourage you. He's designed to make you feel like you are not worthy, that you cannot achieve. That's his goal. That's his game plan. But you are designed for this. You were built for this. You were built to make it. You can take it. Come on, go through it. You're going to be all right. Oh, y'all talk to me today. Amen. Listen, they've forgotten the verse which indicates the gates of hell. The gates of hell shall not prevail. Doesn't mean, Craig, that the gates are not going to come against you. But they're going to beat, beat, beat. But if you don't fall down or lay down, it can't 
get in there. They cannot prevail. Are you following me? So they got tired of carrying a cross because of growth and success seem to be unattainable. So you got tired of doing what is right. Got tired of trying to, to make sure I can pass this or pass that because the goal seems to be unattainable. No, darling sirs, that's the enemy that does not want you to achieve. That's Satan's way to hold you back. They miss Isaiah's teaching of God doing a new thing. Look at this in Isaiah 43. Catch this, 18, 19. Watch what Isaiah says. He says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Stop. Okay. Okay. Your marriage didn't work. Okay. You lost that job. Okay. Don't keep going over it because Satan continues to beat you down and tell you you're not worth nothing. Okay, you lost it. All right. Hey, hey. Look at verse 19. He said, but guess what? Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new in your life. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. It's making a road in the desert, through the desert, through the rivers. You've got to realize something. Stop sticking at your history, your past. Open your mind to it. A future is irresistible. I see a future. My God is the good to me. Come on, amen. Too many of us are looking backwards and not looking forward. Y'all kind of y'all kind of quiet. We can hear a rumor. If we're not careful, we begin to feast in the area that God has brought us from. I told you guys before about my wife and I visited a zoo years ago. And I took her on purpose to see the giraffe. On purpose, Brother Johnson, to see the giraffe. A giraffe does not eat from the same table that a turtle does. Too many of us are eating from the same table that turtles eat from. You should be growing to a place. Well, you're eating up here. I'm eating high. I'm, I'm, I'm eating high. No, no, no. I, I can't even bend down like that. I, I, I'm trying to find some food up here. I'm trying to find something that God has elevated me to. He has elevated me. Why am I coming down to your level? We watched how they fed the giraffe. They done put their food on the floor, Tammy. Go to the zoo and look at it. Their food is up in some type of a contraption. Their water is up there. Now, in, now, of course, in the wild, they got to go to the lake and they spread them big old legs like that and put their head down. <laughs> but in captivity, they, they have water up high. What rumors have you heard about yourself and about God? Come on, Janet. The devil will start a rumor to discourage you, and if you believe the negative rumor, your vision is stalled. Your goals are stalled because you believed the rumor. 
the negative rumor, Jerry Netta. What's the rumor on you? What's on you? I mean, think just for a moment. Hey, I, I, was, I was writing. Remember this here? Remember in high school? And some of your, <laughs> some of these young ones here today, you know, this, this is just you Sunday, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be you Sunday. Yeah, I don't know what y'all doing today, baby. Yeah. We're still young here. Remember in high school, and, and, and rumor had it on the wall in the bathroom. She a, <laughs> for, for a good time, call five 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 six seven eight nine and ask for Duracell. Maybe in the, in the girls' bedroom, it said this. It says, call Willie. He'll do anything for this. Ah! You, 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 you ever heard this? Come on, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all. It's on the wall in the bathroom. It's on the wall. Just go there and look at them. I stopped at a, I stopped at a, at a, at a truck stop. <laughs> and my God, I, I thought that was in high school. Man, even the truck stop got it now. <laughs> Call here. <laughs> ah! Gee, what's the name? Come on, stop, 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 stop. Listen. <laughs> the sad part is just a rumor. Many times, there's no facts to it. Somebody might get mad, and because you didn't treat them a certain way, they wrote your name on the, on the bathroom wall. They're trying to make you somebody you're not. Y'all kind of quiet. Are you hearing me? It's, it's, but if it's a rumor, they still try their best to find out that you, you're still doing what? You're still defending yourself. Because when your friends saw your name, they said, girl, they got your name on the wall. And here you come back. I got, I ain't do that. I, who wrote my name? So it's so important that so many times when people do things to us and it's a rumor, we do our best to defend ourselves. Listen to God defend himself. Listen to what God says in Jeremiah. Listen, listen. this is God defend himself. God's message to Jeremiah. Verse 24. Look what he says. Have you heard the saying that makes the rounds of two families, the two families that God chose, Israel and Judah, he disowned? And have you noticed that my people are threatened with contempt with rumors afoot that there is nothing to them anymore. Verse 25. This is a rumor they got on God. And, and well, here's God. Here's God's response. God going to defend himself. God says, if my covenant with day and night wasn't in working order, if the sky and the earth weren't functioning the way I set them. In other words, if there's no day, no night, and there's no sky, then believe what you heard. <laughs> but as long as they are functioning and there is day and nighttime and there's a sky there, then why are you believing what folks say about you? 
Look at verse 26. He says, hey, but then, but only then you might think I disowned the distance of Jacob and his, my servant David. And that I wouldn't set up any of David's descendants of the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But as it is, I will give them back everything they've lost. The last words is, I will have mercy on them. Y'all kind of quiet. It happens when folk say things about you and then you do your best to defend yourself. God is saying, hey, as long as the sky's in the air, it's functioning. Don't you be worried about what folks say about you. Come on, amen. Talk to him. Talk to him. A lie can't stand. It can't stand. Look at the uncertainty in our world. Wow, what a contrast to believers. We are not confused about the rumors which we've heard, which go out saying that God doesn't care. Come on. Let's be out there. That's out there. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, it's out there that God don't care. What's the rumor on God? He don't care that God won't help you. There the proof? Is the rumor on God that God won't forgive you? It's a rumor. It doesn't have any facts to it. God loves you because you are his child. It's the rumor you said because your lifestyle in the past that God somehow forgot about you? That's a lie. What are you hearing that's making you think like this? Another rumor here. Listen to Isaiah 40 and 27. Why would you even complain, O Jacob, or whine, Israel, saying God has lost track of me? He doesn't care what happens to me. This is, this is how folks think. This is in Isaiah 7, 8, 900 years ago. Hey, here it is. Folk are still thinking like this. They're still thinking like this. That God don't care. Next verse. Look what he says. Don't you hear anything? Have you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. He's creative. All oh, you can see and imagine. He doesn't get tired out. Doesn't pause to catch his breath. And he knows everything inside and out. What the world are you thinking? Why are you saying this idiotic things? Come on about God. Look at verse 29. He said, hey, he energizes those who get tired. I'm giving you strength. When you get tired, I pump you up. I don't get tired. That's what God is saying to you. Come on, man. Give fresh strength to those to drop out. Come on, look at verse 30. Verse 30. For even young people get tired, get, get people tired and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But here it is. Y'all know this one here. Y'all know 31. 31 says, but guess what? But those who wait on the Lord shall get some strength. Come on. You're going to mount them like eagles. Oh, you don't complain. You don't whine. You say, God, give me, God, I need some more strength today. I need some more help. God, help me today. I, am, I'm, I may be tired, God, but God, give me some energy right now. Come on, man. I was watching Tarzan. Y'all know me on Tarzan. I like Tarzan. And the guy made a comment. He said, I've heard rumors about a half eight and a half man. Creature that gives a loud roar. When they met Tarzan, it was verified. He's half eight, he's half man. No rumor no more. No rumor. No rumor. 
And there are things you hear about out here, if it's not verified, why are you worried about it? The Wizard of Oz was a rumor. I know it was just a fake story. I got that. Don't, 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 write, don't write me a letter. I know, I know that. But, but, it, but, it, but, it, was, but it, was, it, was, it was all a rumor because they didn't know. And you have to see that it was there. Well, I, I, I need to get back home, and he needs a heart, and he needs a brain, and, and he needs courage. Go see the wizard. Well, has he ever done this before? We don't know. But the wizard, the wizard knows. <laughs> this teacher was testing his children in Sunday school, Sunday school class, to see if they understood the concept of getting to heaven. He said to them, it's been rumored if I sold my house and my car, had a big garage sale, and gave all my money to the church, would they get me to heaven? The kid said, no. He said, okay. Another one I heard, if I cleaned the church every day, mowed the lawn, and kept everything neat and tidy, would they get me to heaven? Again, the children said, no. These are five, six-year-olds. By now, he say he, he started smiling and said, oh, man, my kids know something. My kids know something about going to heaven. And he said, all right. There's another room I've heard. If I'm kind to all animals and give candy to all children and love my wife, would they get me to heaven? And they again said, no, no. He said, man, they got it. He says, okay, tell the truth. What would it take me to heaven? You got to be dead first. <laughs> he thought they were going to say, accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. <laughs> no, get me dead first. There's a song out right now that maybe you heard. Christmas song says, do you hear what I hear? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's amazing some things we hear, but then how to react to them. There's rumor going around, and I thought you might like to know about this rumor. A rumor can be a dangerous thing. Often rumors are used by one person or groups of persons against one another and even to gain control over them or to, ma to malign themselves in some way to elevate themselves into other eyes. But the dictionary offers, offers a definition. A rumor is talk or an opinion widely disseminated with no discernible source. While we want to be cautious about spreading false rumors, it's usually wise to check out sources. We've often heard this phrase, uh, consider the source. Consider the source. When folk come and tell you something and you know they already are big liars, consider the source. Don't, don't, don't just take in it. Just because it's a rumor don't mean that because who brought it to you? Who? Watch, watch the dog that brings the bone. Y'all kind of quiet. Y'all kind of quiet. Webster defined definition allows the possibility that not all rumors are evil. What rumor about your future and what does your future look like? First, we've got to look at your track record. Have you done in the past with all opportunities God has given you? 
Most people have never reached their potential because they are covered by layers of ice and snow. They're covered. I mean this by that. I mean this. They're frozen in some type of bowl. And just taking life as it is. Are you hearing me? The rumor of failure has some people in its grips. And they are settled for a life of boredom and mediocrity. Because you're frozen. You're afraid to step out and do anything differently. You're frozen. In the rumor of failure, I can't make it. It's so tough out here. I can't get there. Three Six Mafia wrote a song and said what? It's tough out here for a pimp. <laughs> even, even the rap boys, the, 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 the pimps are saying it's tough. And you know, they say it's tough, so you're saying it's tough. No, baby, they don't have God in their life. You got to have God in your life. Come on, amen. How can I know the truth, pastor? How can I know it? It's now a question that many people ask daily. Hear me good. Because the internet today, it is possible to spread fake news and ruin someone's reputation overnight. To close down a business just by rumor a fake news. To start a rumor which may never die and is possible to be misleading and can cause further damage. All because it was fake. The internet is a tool. But many times it's used the wrong way. Brothers and sisters, come on here. Talk to me today. So how can a person know what they believe? And it's actually the truth. How do you know it's the truth, Pastor? You believe everything you read, right? I don't. Here it is. 500 years ago, 500 years ago, people were asking the same question. I researched some stuff the other, the other week. The year was 1517. And people were asking the question, how can I know if what I believe is actually the truth? This is literally what took place in 1517. Apostle Peter, who was one of the early followers of Christ, wrote a letter to early believers. It was important for, him, for them to realize that, that somebody had seen something. What you've seen, can't nobody tell you any different. Come on, man. What you know God did for you. If you've never spoken tongue, will. If you've never spoken tongue, then you can't tell me the tongues ain't real. If you never felt God moving your life and know that He moved, know that it was Him, know Him, you can't tell me nothing. Because going there can't tell been there nothing. I know what God did in my life. Peter gives an eyewitness account. Look at 2 Peter, the first chapter, verse 16. Catch this, catch this. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables, which we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses. Look what Peter says. We were, we were there. We were there. We saw his majesty. A lot of you guys have seen God 
do something. And then two weeks later, Janet, you don't believe him anymore. Peter said, Peter wrote this here in 1517. He's writing. He says, hey, don't believe the devised fables. We saw it. Look at verse 17. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from excellent glory. This is my beloved son, whom I'm well pleased. Peter said, man, I, I witnessed that. To my eyewitness news, I got eyewitness news. I, you can't tell me this, Doc. I saw it myself. Look at verse 18. He says, hey, and we heard his voice came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. Can't tell me who God is. I know what God can do. Look at verse 19. He says, hey, and we, and so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you did well to heed as a light that shines in the dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Understand this. He says, hey, God is real. They was asked the question 500 years ago, and the world today looks different than it did then. But people are still asking the same question. Here are four nuggets to hold on to. Four nuggets. Hold on to this. Number one, keep your head. I want you to look at this. Grab hold of these nuggets, hold on, even when rumors surface. Number one, keep your head. Second Thessalonians 2, 1 and 2. I want you to read this here. Look at this. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you, not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled. Keep your head, darling. Either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had already come. Don't, 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 don't bind to it. When you hear these rumors coming, they're evil rumors, he says, hey, keep your head. Don't be shaking your mind. You got to watch how things come against you and they shake your mind. They'll make you make a decision too quickly. Because you're afraid and you do something soon and then you regret it later on. Don't be shaken by certain things. Number two. I mean, y'all so quiet there, man. I bet. <laughs> Number two. Observe the signs of the time. There are things taking place that have got to happen before God comes back. And no, since you said to, to, my, to my, you know, hey, you know, maybe he ain't coming. Just keep watching this thing that's happening, okay? He's coming, all right? Number three, remind yourself God is in control. That's why it's important for the saint to live the saint life. That a saint can realize, you know what? I'm on God's side and God has my back. I would not be willing to live right now without having God on my side. I promise you. It's a rough thing to be in and you don't know who, who God is. Number four, it's a nugget, four nuggets. 
discern the truth from error. And there's a whole lot of error out here right now, a whole lot of error. You can't believe everything that you hear on TV. You cannot. And, and now here's what I say. You know, if you're in there, it's true, right? That's a lie. There's a rumor on, Cauc- on, on Caucasians. Y'all have heard it. I won't go into it. There's a rumor on Hispanics. They all live in nine in the same house. There's a rumor on Asians. Things they do. There's a rumor on men with big hands. There's rumor on women who cross their legs a certain way. Or live in a certain geographical location. There's a rumor on them. I can go on and on. And guess what? There's a rumor about black folk. If you're not careful, we use it, we use a terminology called we, we call it a stereotype, but re- guess what? Really it's a what? It's a rumor. Because of what they think you're gonna do. How you gonna react? Because of what has happened what in the past. This is you, Sunday, and I'm about to finish because you know, again, this is because it's two part series, sometimes a little, little, little lengthy. Because of you, Sunday, I need to show you something about Jesus. It was a good rumor, and people gathered in this small house because the rumor was he could do anything. Can you imagine trying to get in the presence of someone who can do anything? Come on, 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 come on. Can you imagine trying your best to get into a room where the guy is in there that can do anything? You fight, wouldn't you? I mean, you you be tan. Let your mind for a moment go. Think about that. Get into a place where a man can do anything. Can pay your bills off. Can heal your body. Can even let your hair grow where the weeds don't take place. No need for a wig because a man is in here that can let your hair grow. Hey, he's in there. He's in the room right here. <laughs> the man is in the room that can do anything. I mean, you got a hand that's short of the other hand, and, and he can move your hand and make it most the same. He, hey, he, the, 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 the guy can just put stuff on your eyes and make you open your eyes and see. I mean, the guy can give sight to the blind. The guy, the guy can lay hands on somebody that's in a casket and get out the casket and walk out. This guy is in the house that can do anything. The guys in the house that can stop your blood issue. You've been bleeding for 13 days and it won't stop bleeding. And the guy is in the house. Think 
would you do to get in the house? And you heard, man, he is passing out blessings. The only thing is, I got to get in his presence. That's all. That's, that's all it takes is to get in the house. In the house. I became intrigued with this guy's friends, young people. They were no longer concerned about themselves, but they had a friend that wasn't walking. He wasn't dancing, not going to the bathroom. Their friend had a problem. A few years ago, I read about some army friends of a paraplegic who got together for this guy's wedding and made a device to stand him up, and he danced with his new wife for the first time. They made a device. Listen, I've discovered we all have something Jesus can do for us. I don't care if you're rich. I don't care if you are poor. I don't care if you are healthy. I discovered that we all need something from Jesus. Four friends put together their issues. They put whatever issues they had with them. This is what's important downstairs in the church. Sometimes you have to put your issues behind you. It's not about you. Sometimes it, it behooves you to put things behind you. No, no, uh-uh-uh. These, these four guys, they put whatever issue they had behind them, and they concentrate on a friend because of a rumor. The rumor was he's in the house. He can do anything. He's in the house, and our friend's in need. Are you hearing me? Statistics show this, that these, these four guys, it showed that one out of every four people has high blood pressure. One out of every four people have diabetes. One out of every four people will die of cancer. One out of every four people is obese. One out of every four people will be sexually assaulted. Catch this. One out of every four people has a mental disorder. Mm. So chances are that out of these four guys that were helping their friend, one of them had an issue. Y'all get it tomorrow. Out of these four guys that are going to help their friend, one of them had an issue, but he put his issue behind him to help his friend. Are you hearing me? One out of every four, one of those guys either had blood pressure problem, one of them had diabetes problem, one of them probably had cancer in their bodies. The only thing I, I, I can't go with, that he wasn't mental. If he was mental, he probably would have dropped, dropped the, the, uh, the gurney. Right here, these four here, one of these here has a mental condition. <laughs> but this friend was more important 
than their condition. You got high, you got high blood pressure, and you're saying, I'm not going to go in here for myself. Oh, y'all, y'all get tomorrow. I've got cancer, but I'm putting my problem on the back burner. I'm going to help my friend. There are people in our society who are so self-centered that it's all about them. And you don't want to put anybody before you. One of these four guys had problems. Mark 2 and 1, I'm about to finish because y'all look like y'all stupid today. <laughs> Having Jesus returned from Capernaum after some days, it was rumored, it was rumored, it was rumored about that he was in the house, probably Peter's house. Verse 2, look at this. So many people had gathered together, there was no room, no longer room for them. They were on the door. He was discussing the word. He's in the house, and, and the, the place is just packed. Amen. Why? Because the guys inside there, they can do anything. Amen. Anything. He's in, he can do anything. And then all of a sudden, verse 3 comes in and says, and then they bring in a paralytic, a, a paralytic to him who had been picked up and being carried by four men. One of every four of those men had a problem. But each man put his problem behind him. My problem is not as big as a guy who can't even go to the bathroom, who can't walk, who can't even stand. My problem is not as big. He was carried by four men. Verse 4. And the Bible says, and when they could not get him in the place in front of Jesus because of the throne. In other words, these folk who are out there, who are, they, 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 on, they all on their feet. Probably got diabetes problem, probably got this kind of problem. And they, they, they got their own pack. And they, they saying, hey, let us through, let us through. They saying, yeah, you better get on. I can get mad for myself. Huh, what's wrong with you? Get, you, better, you better go on somewhere. They wouldn't let them through. So guess what the guys did? The guys, the guys, they, 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 they could not get in, they could not get where? In front of Jesus. See, it's not so much he could not send a word to him, but they realized what? He's in the house. And since Doug, he's in the house, let me make sure I get in his presence. They dug through the roof above him. I can see it right now, man. It's it's like, it's like, it's like they on top of the house and and they, they turn off. Listen, in, in those days, the, the roof was just kind of made out of out of straw and, and, and leaves and those things. So can you imagine when they are taking Peter's, I mean, they taking, they they destroying another man's house. They open the man, the man's roof. And, and stuff is falling on Jesus. I'm sure Jesus is probably thinking, now God didn't tell him about this thing. What's coming through the roof? 
Peter saying, my God, somebody's tearing my house up. Somebody's breaking in in broad daylight. Somebody wanted so bad until they can't wait to get in here. And the ceiling has come out the part. And all of a sudden, these poor men got some string, I'm sure, and lowered their friend down in front of Jesus. Oh! Jesus looked at them, said, my God, what greater faith these guys got. It was rumored, I'm in the house. There's a rumor that God can do anything. There's a rumor if you get in front of Jesus. There's a rumor that God will heal you. There's a rumor that if you just trust him, he'll bring you out. There's a rumor. How do you act on a rumor? You got to tear the house up. You got to tear the house. Look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that. Look, look, look. They, they done tore the man's, they done tore Peter's house up. They need, they need a roofing company now. Night gas and water come back in and put some stuff back in place. Something wrong here. You think that man that's on that gurney is not appreciative? That I got friends that'll go beyond their duty to help me. I haven't walked in years. And these men believe because it was rumored the guy is in the house that can heal me. They believed in rumor. A good rumor. A good rumor. I got to act on the rumor. Is it fake news or a rumor? I think if it's a rumor, I mean, I check, let, me check, let me check it out. Let me check that out. Because it, it just might be true. He wants to help me out. If you let him help you, if you let him help you, if you let him help you, I promise you, your life would change from this day forward. But you've got to let him help you. You can't have that doubt in your heart. You can't be doubting. Those boys didn't doubt. Those boys didn't see situations that was difficult to get in, and it stopped them. Sometimes because we have difficulty getting, getting in places and getting applications and getting things done until we stop because we don't want to keep pushing. These boys did not stop. They said, if he's in there, I'm getting in there. He has what I need, and I'm not going to let a little roof stop me. Let me put it on, on, the, on the bar shelf for you. He's in there. I'm not going to let a little doubt in my mind stop me from getting to Jesus. I heard what the doctor said that I had cancer. I heard that. But I also heard a rumor that God can heal me. I'm not going to let what I've heard be a stunning block to stop me from getting what I eat. 
I believe that in him all things are. Everyone standing. I'm done. I'm done. Everyone standing. I can't stop there. We pray that you have been and will continue to be blessed by what you heard today. Please be sure to like and follow us on Facebook for updates and announcements and share this podcast. If you would like more information on how to join us to give or donate to our organization online or to contact us, please visit our website at gftministries.org. We would love to connect with you. So until next time, have a greater faith day.